Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and we have a lot of sectional football to talk about this evening. What a great night to get the tournament started. Uh, We appreciate everybody being with us. Stay with us throughout the night. We're going to have those scores every 15 minutes. To that end, there's an update extraordinaire. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Sectional Friday. Let's get right to it. Here's the story of the night. 18 shutouts. The number is up to 18 of the number of whitewashes around the state of Indiana. So we'll get to those goose eggs in just a little bit. But some great ball games coming through. Let's go to sectional 21, where Lebanon holds on against Crispus Attucks. 35-32 your final. Lebanon wins and advances. Also high scoring between Beach Grove and Muncie Central in sectional 22. Beach Grove 42. Muncie Central 28 tonight. Good ball game played between Martinsville and Silver Creek. Martinsville gets the win 28-14. Rensselaer Central is all over Griffith 42-13 in sectional 25. That's from Class 3A. In the same sectional, West Lafayette took care of River Forest 42-13. Here is the widest margin shutout of the night so far. John Glenn puts up 64. They let up nothing against South Bend Clay from sectional 26. Staying there, Fairfield got past Jimtown 17-6, and this might be the ball game of the night right here, Coach. This is upset central in sectional 26. West Noble 46, Mishawaka Marion 43. That's a major score from up around the 5-7-4. Marion goes down. I'm sure we'll be hearing from Paul Condry and the Regional Radio Sports Network from that a little bit later on. Sectional 27 is complete. It was Yorktown 31 Fort Wayne Concordia 14. Delta hammered Norwell 47-7. Garrett puts up 35. They defeat Belmont 35-7. And Heritage whitewashes Woodland 35-0. Also, sectional 28 is over and done with. Garen Catholic gets the win over Peru 27-19. It was Chatard, no problem with Tippecanoe Valley 40-7. McConaughey 55, Northwestern 13. Hamilton Heights hammered Oak Hill 42-17. It was Vincennes Lincoln shutting out Owen Valley, 54-0 from sectional 30. Washington, 46, West Vigo, 7. That was in the same sectional. Taking a peek at sectional 32. This is a feel-good story. Scottsburg, 13. North Harrison, nothing. It's the first sectional win ever for Scottsburg. Congratulations to the Warriors. Also in sectional 32, Salem, 20. Madison, 
eight. Heritage Hills blasted Charlestown 51-14. And Southridge, they defeat Cordon Central 49-12. Sectional 34 from Class 2A is all finished up. It was Lafayette Central Catholic 42, Winnemac 14. Seeger by a deuce over Benton Central 14-12. And Lewis Cass over Delphi 32-13. Sectional 36, all four scores are in. Tipton 35, Blackford nothing. Eastern Greentown defeats Elwood in shutout fashion, 55 to zip. Eastbrook only gives up a field goal to Frankton. They win that one 28-3. And Bluffton, they get the win over Alexandria 26-14. All right, looking elsewhere, the Indiana Pacers with a preseason win tonight over the Cleveland Cavaliers. 109-104 was the final. The Pacers finished the preseason 2-2, two two, their first regular season game October the 25th against the Wizards. Buddy Heald led the way with 20 points. Tomorrow, the Indiana Hoosiers take on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights at noon. This is the rest of the football slate with both Purdue and Notre Dame on by. Valparaiso Davidson at 1 o'clock. Butler at, excuse me, Valparaiso Davidson at 1. Butler at Dayton at 1. South Dakota takes on Indiana State at 1 o'clock and at 3.30 it's Central Michigan and Ball State. Wild times in big league ball. The Astros come back to beat the Rangers and Houston takes a 3-2 lead on Texas 5-4. Jose Altuve game-winning homer. Phillies Diamondbacks tied at two in the sixth inning right now in the NLCS. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We have some high school football to talk about tonight. We are so glad that you are with us. 3A tonight. Garen Catholic beats Peru. Garen Catholic ranked number two in 3A. They beat number 13, Peru, 27 to 19. A very happy Tom Gilly from Garen Catholic joins me. Coach, thanks for the call, and congratulations on a great win tonight. Oh, thanks, Bob. Thanks for having us on. And, um, you know, the kids did a nice job of battling through a pretty tough Peru, or Peru team. Very good Peru team. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, there's two ranked teams. This may have been one of the better games in the state uh, for good reason. Um, what makes them so good? Well, they're senior-laden. I think uh, have a lot of confidence and build up that undefeated season and great great support from the community, and they have really good athletes. So, you know, good talent in the line and uh, good right. people carrying the ball, Good people, a good guy throwing it, and who's a real – pain when he takes off and runs too and uh, a stout defense so well coached I mean I can't um, uh, coach Mikowski's done a nice job and uh, but uh, a lot of really good players that have uh, that play really hard and are physical so how did you uh, what were you able to do to negate all of those things you just talked about yeah we gave up a big play early they, they got on the board but our guys battled back and took advantage of a couple things and got a 26 lead at half but uh Actually had a little fake punt. Gavin Stella converted uh, to keep a drive alive in that half and um, took advantage of them putting the ball on the ground one time and hitting them over the top. So um, we, what we didn't do really well was was finish, and that was partly them. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously mm-hmm. 20 to 6 at half, we wish we had finished it a little bit better. But they did score one late to bring it back to one score, and then Cooper Navarro you know, recovered the onside kick near the end, and we banged out a first down and – and uh, got to take a knee. All right, so I hear I hear voices. Are, are you out, out? Are you on the field right now? No, no. They uh, just came out of the locker room, getting a little pizza before okay. you got on the bus, and All right. to get back home. All right. 
All right, yeah. so tell me about next week. Well, you know, I, uh, from what I understand, we're going to get to host a very good football team, and it's a team we're pretty familiar with. And uh, <laughs> we got some mistakes to correct, and uh, we got some right. bumps and bruises to get worked out, and we're going to practice as hard as we can and put together a good plan and have a uh, do our best to to get after Bishop Shatar. That's always um, – you know, our guys are pretty familiar, and right. we've played some pretty yeah. good games with them, and uh, and uh, we'll see how this one goes. So it'll be at your place, is that right? Yeah, that's my understanding. You know, right. Trying not to look forward too much, but yeah. So um should be at our place and Friday at 7 o'clock. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations mention, on the big yeah, win. Yeah, and I do want to mention our, our, our quarterback, Ryan Zimmerman, was sick as a dog overnight. Really, and, uh, yeah. And uh, it really, it really toughed it out, and um, played a good game. And um, Peter Rooney, our tailback, banged in a couple touchdowns that were real key. And Dylan Vargas was probably the standout on defense in the middle of our defense against you know, a really physical downhill run game. Uh, pretty much negated that, and uh, a big, big portion of that credit goes to Dylan. Well, Tom, I appreciate it. I know you got a million things on your mind. I appreciate you taking time to call me. Congratulations on the win, and good luck next week. Appreciate it, and, and I really don't have very much on my mind at all. I, I usually don't. <laughs> then you, then you'll you. be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tom. All right. I appreciate all right, it. Thank you very much. Sectional 28 tonight, uh, Garen Catholic beating Peru 27-19. Dan Lawson from WCBK joins me. He has the call on Martinsville's uh, win over Silver Creek tonight. Uh, A great win uh, for the Artesians 28-14. Dan, thanks so much for the call. And uh, it's a good, solid win, impressive win for Martinsville tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Real quick, Dave Reinhart, let me tell you hi. He's driving me home right now. Uh, good but, to have your uh, own personal chauffeur. That's good. That's good stuff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what great uh, great start to the sectionals for the Artesians. Senior Braden Schrake goes 34 carries for 238 yards, really allowed the Artesians to control the pace of the game, puts him over 1,600 for the season. So, And then uh, just, uh, just like last week with the Mid-State Conference Championship, uh, the defense really is what – did it for us. Uh, forced uh, Silver Creek into a couple uh, turnover on downs. But uh, Silver Creek, uh, they came back in the third quarter, uh, started out, had the ball for eight minutes and 30 seconds, 17 plays, I think, and uh, took it down, scored, brought it back 14-7. Sartesian's able to, uh, to put a couple more on the uh, scoreboard. Graden, like I said, 38 yards, four touchdowns yep. tonight. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Dan, I need you to hang on for a second, okay? We'll come back and talk more. Is that all right? Absolutely. All right. Our player with a heart brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Sectional Friday, let's check in from Class 
2A. We had to sectional 36, where Tipton whitewashed Blackford 35-0. Also a shutout win for Eastern Greentown, 55-zip against Elwood. Eastbrook only allowed a field goal to Frankton. They won it 28-3. It was bluffed in 26, Alexandria 14. Right below them, sectional 37, Greencastle, a great one by a penny over North Putnam. That's a 30-29 final. Linton Stockton breezed by for a win against North Knox, 48-14. 20-piece for Cascade, 41-20. They defeat South Vermilion, and Southmont took care of Sullivan, 32-21. Over to sectional 38. This is a terrific ball game. Eastern Hancock, 45. Lapel, 43. We've seen some instant classics tonight. Eastern Hancock waits on the winner of Ritter and Union County. On the flip side, Heritage Christian, they get a shutout win against Shenandoah, 35 nothing, And Winchester gets by Northeastern by 2, 14-12. Taking a peek at some Class A scores. We hit sectional 48 where there's another Great ball game. Springs Valley 36, South Spencer 33. Providence got the win over Eastern Green 49-22. And North Davies, no problem with Tecumseh, 42-14. In sectional 47, South Putnam blank North Central Farmersburg 52-0. Covenant Christian, remember, they're state champs just a couple years ago. 42-12 over Park Heritage. And Riverton Park got the W against Cloverdale 39-14. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. Let's rejoin Dan Lawson from WCBK. We're talking about Martinsville's win over Silver Creek, the final in this one. Uh, is uh, 28-14. All right, Dan, I, I cut you off. I'm sorry, unceremoniously cut you off there. So uh, revisit where you were trying to discuss this game, please. No, uh, just a great great game. Uh, Shrake with his four touchdowns with Sarkeesian defense led by senior Ben Field, over 13 tackles at least tonight. Um, but uh, overall, great win for uh, Coach Duggar and the Artesians. And uh, now we get to go uh, go home next week, pack the Pack Ciderwitz Field and take on East Central. Well, East Central, uh, very solid opponent to say the least, since they've won the championship uh, quite a while, quite a bit. Quite frankly, should be great. Um, it, it'll be a it'll be a great matchup for you. Yeah, I think uh, I think this team believes in themselves. Fourteen seniors, and so uh, I think uh, they're going to be ready for it next week. And I'm excited for the game. Dan Lawson from WCBK in Martinsville. Martinsville beats Silver Creek tonight, 28, excuse me, uh, 28-14. Dan, thanks so much. Be safe. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Eastern Pekin beating Manuel, uh, Crystal House Manual tonight, 49-29. From WSLM in Salem, we have Dylan Beach and Eli Guthrie. Gentlemen, good solid win for Salem tonight to start the tournament. Yeah, it was a great win for Eastern tonight. Ended up, was an exciting one from a special teams perspective. Crystal House ended up opening it up with a return touchdown. 16 seconds in there, they had a 7 nothing lead, but Eastern responded well, had a 27 unanswered point run there in that first half before 
Crystal House ended up opening up the second half, getting it as close as five, and then Eastern ended up expanding it out to where it ended up at. Eastern really led by a good performance from halfback Braden Jones. Missed the first half, still ended up getting in the end zone twice tonight. Still had over 100 yards. I'm curious how they turned it around after that. You know, sometimes that big emotional return is able to pick up a team, but they, they were able to hold on and then turn things around. What, what caused that? Well, we see when they return the ball in the first play of the game, we saw Musketeers come out after that touchdown and score immediately after that, maybe two or three minutes, and they scored. Right. And then after that, it was kind of up and up, up and hill down for the Crystal House, and then Musketeers ended up finding a lane in multiple aspects. I mean, 27-7 to run, a 27 nothing run, like we said. It was a great game for the Musketeers. Their defensive line led them to many stops for Crystal House, three and outs all over the place. Interceptions for multiple defense, multiple players. Our quarterback even played quarterback tonight, having two knockdowns and a couple, couple great defensive tackles. So, give me some names. You know the drill here. Tell me who plays yeah. well. Let's brag about some of these kids. Cody Bannett, the junior quarterback, probably had his best game as an Eastern Musketeer tonight. Was electric all over the field. I mean, Eastern last week lost their number one receiver, Caden Temple, to the year for a collarbone injury. So. Cody Bennett really didn't have to pass the ball all that much tonight, but was running all over the field for read options, had a couple of crucial fourth down conversions. Braden Jones, for sure, the running back, he was spectacular. He's a big body at the halfback spot. The other running back, Nathan McBride, really held it down in the first half. He had a huge first half for this Eastern team. And I mean, Garrett Drury had the punt return touchdown for the Musketeers. So he had ended up with two return touchdowns tonight. That's impressive in tournament uh, tournament time. All right, who does Eastern play next week? Eastern got the winner of Switzerland County, Brown County. Switzerland County ended up pulling that one off by a touchdown for another sectional, uh, what sectional? 39. 39 score for you. Perfect. Sectional number 39 tonight. Eastern Peak and 49-29 winners over uh, Crystal House Manual. Dylan Beach, Eli Guthrie, thanks a lot for the call, gentlemen. Be safe. Hopefully we'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks for having us, ma'am. You're welcome. Thank you. The one and only Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Sports Network joins us. He has the Greenfield Central Pendleton Heights matchup. Greenfield Central number four in 4A. Pendleton Heights number 12. Greenfield Central wins this one 27-17. Greg, thanks so much for the call. This is a great football game. It is. And, and Greenfield Central, let's tip the cap to Travis Nolting, the job that he has done at Greenfield Central. Had a very successful program at North Central of Farmersburg. Brought a run-based offense that has the ability to throw uh, for Greenfield Central, but they didn't need to tonight. They had 10 yards passing. They had 360 yards on the ground from four different backs, including their quarterback in Dallas Freeman. But it was the Hinton brothers in terms of uh, Cooper, the sophomore, Jacob, the junior. Both of them basically have all but two of their points tonight for Greenfield Central. They'd score four times. They'd pick up a safety. Uh, they beat Pendleton Heights 27-17 tonight. Beat them by five in the regular season. Beat them by ten in the postseason. Greenfield with nine wins. It's the most they have had in a long time. And they shot to avenge their regular season loss at New Pal next week in the sectional semifinal. 
As I mentioned, you had two ranked teams and two great stories uh, in terms of um, the, the success that Greenfield Central uh, and Pendleton Heights have had. And um, it, it's kind of fun. It's, it's kind of sad, too, uh, to see uh, the ends of some careers. But these are two teams that uh, have played well all year long, have been consistently strong. And so you knew this was going to be a, a great matchup this evening. Absolutely. And unfortunately, Pendleton Heights, I, I think some injuries kind of wore them down as the season went along, even though they finished 7-3. and three, You know, they knew they had to make this a low-scoring game. In six of their mm-hmm. seven wins, they held opponents to either 10 points or less. And, and if you looked at the, kind of the differences in the numbers from a yardage standpoint, um, while Pendleton Heights, again, seven wins, didn't match kind of the offensive yardage that Greenfield Central had racked up during the course of the season. It's a Greenfield Central team, but in six of their eight wins, had scored 35 points or more. So you kind of got the feeling if it was a shootout, it was going to benefit the home team. From a points standpoint, it wasn't. But from a yardage gain standpoint, probably by, by about a good 150, 175 yards, that was easily in the favor. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between of the Cougars this evening. All right, so give me some names. Tell me who plays well, <laughs> who your player of the game was, all right? Well, let's go with the, let's go with the, with the offensive line. How about that? Um, when you're able to rack up 360 yards rushing, uh, those guys nice. in the offensive line certainly did, certainly did their job. Jake Hinton, 115 right. yards rushing, two touchdowns. Cooper Hinton, 96 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Dallas Freeman, again, the quarterback, who is Greenfield Central's leading rusher on the season. He was able to kind of break free the first drive or two. From that point on, really it was Pendleton's defense that kind of keeping the quarterback. So, so his running total is a little bit subdued as the game would go along. And Brayden Benevente, who was their sophomore fullback, uh, he ended up with just shy of 80 yards rushing. They had four backs, all that had 60 yards or more, part of that 360-yard total uh, that Greenfield Central put together in, in tonight's win. Wow. All right, tomorrow you're going to be doing some Indiana State football. How about you? Rick, so the, the folks from Terre Haute are nice enough to invite me over to come over a handful of times a year, whether that's baseball, basketball, or football. So I get to see them for homecoming, and I know that this is – this has not been the year that Kurt Mallory and his staff had envisioned, but they knew the schedule was going to be absolutely brutal. It always is the Missouri Valley Football mm-hmm. Conference. South Dakota is a team that probably has their best squad in several years. The Coyotes are 5-1. and one. Their only loss was to Missouri to start the year. Uh, they're unbeaten uh, against fellow FCS competition. They're big, they're physical, and they will be a challenge for the trees tomorrow for homecoming at, uh, at 1 o'clock Memorial Stadium. Greg Rakestraw will join us tomorrow night to talk about Indiana State and we'll talk a little Colts football. Tonight he has the call of Greenfield Central's 27-17 win over Pendleton Heights. Two teams ranked in their respective in 4A. Two very highly ranked teams. Greenfield Central number four, Pendleton Heights number 12. Greg, thanks. 
and have a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, you got the scores. You want those scores. We found the right guy weeks, well, years ago. He's back. He's here. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's hit some Class 4A on Sectional Friday. We have some completed sectionals to discuss, including Sectional 18. South Bend, Washington got the job done against Plymouth, 43-28. It was Northwood blasting South Bend, St. Joseph, 52-10. Wawasee gets the 35-26 win against South Bend Riley. And Northridge has no problem with Logansport, only giving up a field goal. They win it 39 to three. In sectional 19, we head up to the 260 for a matchup between Dwanger and Wayne. Fort Wayne Dwanger beats Fort Wayne Wayne 21 to 10. DeKal by a touchdown against Angola 28-21. It was East Noble a shutout against New Haven 43 nothing and Leo also got a shutout victory. That came against Fort Wayne South 42 zip. Sectional 20, this is the game we were waiting on to complete it. Mississauga 35, Western 14. In the rest of it, Columbia City got past Huntington North 27-7. Marion, a huge shutout win, 63-0 against Frankfurt. And Kokomo topped Jay County 21-14. As we look elsewhere from sectional 22, Greenfield Central 27, Penalty Heights 17. It was New Palestine crushing Newcastle 63-0. Beach Grove 42, Muncie Central 28 tonight. And Mount Vernon, Fortville, boy, they put up 56 they defeat Richmond 56-21. Get you a check of the Major League Baseball scoreboard. Again, Jose Altuve's ninth-inning home run beats the Rangers for the Astros 5-4. Phillies get two runs in the sixth. They're up on the Diamondbacks 4-2 in the desert from the seventh. I'm Brendan King. Come back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're talking high school football. Hamilton Heights with a big sectional win tonight, 42-17 over Oak Hill. Hamilton Heights' is John Kirshner joins me. Coach, I'm glad you called. Congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Thank you, sir. Yeah, good one. Hard-fought one, for sure. Hard-fought. Hard you know, um, obviously, Dad is a source of quite a resource for you, no question. But also, you look, I'm sure he has said, when you look at it, and you've heard this along the way, and you probably told your kids, that hardest game to win in your tournament is the first one, and you beat a very good Oak Hill tonight in convincing fashion. Yes, we did. Actually, my father was sitting in the stand tonight because he didn't. He had the Bible. So right, right. Was it hard to keep him in the stands, or did he want to come down there and help you out? No, he just kind of sat back and was dad tonight. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. So it looks to me, tonight you were dominant on both sides of the ball. So we we started off. I'll give Okio credit. They came out firing on offense, especially, um, and uh, put some things, put a great drive together, jumped on a seven nothing, and 
we kind of stalled out the first on our first drive with some penalties and stuff like that. So we, we were able to battle back, get it back to 10 and 7 and a half, and then we kind of we regrouped, made, you know, made some adjustments at halftime, and then we came out in the second half. We were started firing all cylinders. We come out the first drive, score a touchdown. We force a three and out, block the punt for a touchdown. Next thing you know, it's 21 10, and it's, it's game on. Um, Oak Hill got one on us in the second half, but we, out, we ended up getting two more picks, three, two more touch, three more touchdowns, and you know, we outscored them in the second half 35 7. We came alive in the second half. It, it was a great half of football. Was it just a situation where your kids picked up their game and, and uh, executed better? Obviously, when you get some special teams play like that, that is a way of picking people up. It, it was definitely that that punt, that punt block was definitely a, a picking up. But even coming out, you know, on the first drive after halftime, you know, our offense put a great drive together, run a nice combination of running and pass, and just executing, you know, at a, at a high level. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what, what it was, you know, in all facets of the game. Um, is our, our energy level, our effort level, it, 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 we rose to theirs and, and we, we, had to, we had to do better. And we knew, we knew, we talked about it after the kids. We didn't play our best game and, and we knew we had some stuff left out there that um, we weren't going to do in the second half. All right, so who steps up? Who make who blocks the uh, who gets the big punt block? So Jalen Pugh gets the punt block and the punt touchdown. <laughs> yeah, he, he he not only blocks it, he catches it and then runs in the end zone. Well, he deserves that. <laughs> yes, he does. You know, all those times, yeah, all those times you talk about, hey, special play, special teams is incredibly important. Here's a perfect example of it tonight. Exactly. It's two weeks in a row. I mean, last week against West Lafayette, uh, Carson Fedick had two, a punt return and a kickoff return for such You know, Yikes. So two weeks in a row. Yeah. Who else, yeah. Who else plays well? Who else, well, who um, else plays well for you tonight? Uh, Bodie Derrick did the ball, you know, extremely well. Um, in our O line, um, O line as a whole, we did very well up front. Um, and, and I thought O'Gill's defense did a pretty good job against us. But we were able to make adjustments, pick up the blitzes, and our, our running game, once it got going, was very solid as well. Um, you know, so Ethan Millsap had an interception, and then Jalen Pugh also had an interception. Uh, All right, so touchdown on offense. <laughs> again, I mean, you got guys making big plays, and uh, I mean, big plays, and responded well defensively. Once again, you, 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 your guys are strong. They've been playing great on the defensive side all year long. Oh, no doubt. Um, you know, and and give you know, and Bud Ozen's team. Forgive me if I said his name wrong, but Coach Ozen's team. Um, that wing T offense that they run and, and the misdirection stuff that they do, it's very well right. It's tough to defend. And at some point, they're going to gash you. And it happened. I mean, and we were able to eventually recover from it and get rolling. You know, right, who do you play next year? Beauty of our defense all year. Who do you play next week, Coach? So next week, we'll have a high powered offense. Passing attack in the ways of McConaughey at home. 
Well, you know what? You got one. You got one down. Now you focus on uh, moving on. John Kirshner, right. the football coach at Hamilton Heights, they beat Oak Hill tonight, forty-two seventeen. Coach, give my best to your dad. Wish him luck for me next week. And thanks so much for you and your kids. And uh, congratulations and good luck next week. Thank you, sir. Have a great night. Thank you. Brad Huber joins me. He has the call of Tri-West's 42-7 win over Danville. Brad, thanks so much for the call. What an impressive win for Tri-West. This is a good Danville team. This is a – let me tell you what, this is an impressive win. A very impressive win, and it did not look like it was going to be a blowout in the first half of play where Tri-West struck first on a 91-yard touchdown catch by Logan Anderson. Their PAT got blocked, made it 6 nothing. Danville had a touchdown to 68 yards on their first play from scrimmage to make it 7-6. to And then after that, Tri-West went on a 36 to nothing run wow. and became wow. the uh, Malachi Walden show and with help from the Danville offense who uh, turned it over four times. You know, you talk about points off turnovers usually during basketball season, but Tri-West had 21 points off turnovers in this game tonight. Malachi Walden ran for four scores, threw for two. He is about as uh, dual threat a quarterback as you possibly can have, having before this game, thrown for 12 touchdowns, ran for 13, and he had thrown and rushed for over 1,000 yards this season. Well, it's fitting night for him, quite frankly. I mean, you put this in perspective, you've got a, you know, a Danville team that's ranked number 13, Tri-West ranked number 8, so, you know, statistically, it's a pretty even group. But Tri-West, in big plays, just look at the number of big plays, and, and as you pointed out, when you got a quarterback as versatile as this one is, uh, it's a, you're a hard team to play. Yeah, no question. He is hard to stop. And when you're a defense, you almost have to have a spy on him at all times because when you think he's done, he'll still make a play with his legs and get a big yardage offensively, extend possessions, get first downs. And, uh, you know, a quarterback like he is uh, hard to stop. And we're seeing that more in football. You know, it's kind of leaving the pocket presence more towards uh, dual threat quarterbacks like Malachi Walden at all levels of football. It's the Malachi Walden show tonight, that's for sure. Tonight, <laughs> Danville and Tri-West hook up. Tri-West wins this one. 42-7 over Danville is the final. Who does uh, Tri-West play next week, Brad? They will go on the road next week to North Montgomery, who defeated Western Boone tonight. So they'll play in the semifinal of sectional 29, and I believe Monrovia will play, I believe, at Speedway in the other semifinal. But, yeah, Tri-West will go on the road to uh, North Montgomery. Should be a good test for Coach Ward and the Bruins next Friday. The man himself, Brad Huber. It's been too long, Brad. I'm glad you called. Take yeah, care. Absolutely. Give my best to Holly. Say hi to Holly. Wish her the best. Hopefully, who do you have next week? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll find that out ah. next week, and then. But I do know I'll be with you next Saturday doing scores. So look forward to working with you a week from tomorrow. I'm a lucky, I'm a lucky man. A lucky man. Brad, thanks. Be safe. I'll talk to you. Okay. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lots and lots of scores. We've got a scoreboard update coming up. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be talking some college football tomorrow as we 
as we do every Saturday night. So join us tomorrow night. Stay with us. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of sectional Friday. Let's hit the final sectional of sectional 24 from Class 4A. Bedford North Lawrence took care of Evansville Harrison 27-6. Evansville right shut out Boonville 24-0. Also great defense played by Evansville Memorial. They take care of Evansville Central 38-8. Jasper crushed Evansville Bossy 41-24. Now we hit some Class 3A. This is Sectional 25. Boone Grove doubled up Twin Lakes 26-13. It was Hanover Central topping Calumet 48-16. West Lafayette 42, River Forest 13 tonight. 42-13, also the final between Rensselaer Central and Griffith. Rensselaer Central got the W. Let's hit Sectional 27. Yorktown 31, Fort Wayne Concordia 14. It was Delta 40-piece on Norwell 47-7. Gary had no problem with Belmont 35-7 and Heritage picked up the 35-0 shutout of Woodland. Let's go over to sectional 29. Tri-West 42, Danville 7. You just heard from Brad Huber on that one. North Montgomery 20, Western Boone 7. It was Monrovia demolishing Purdue Poly 56-8. And Speedway got the W against Crawfordsville 48-13. Last one, sectional 30. Pike Central by a five-piece on Princeton 25-20. Vincent's Lincoln had a whitewash of Owen Valley 54-0. Gibson Southern blasted uh, Mount Vernon Posey 40-7. And Washington beats West Vigo tonight, 46-7. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us. LaVille tonight beats Andrean. This is a great matchup. LaVille wins this one, 25-23 from WLVH1. Matthew Florian on the call. What a great win for LaVille tonight, Matthew. First time, I think, if my numbers are good, first time in history that the Lancers have been able to climb the Fighting 59er Mountain to make it past them for sectionals. They drew them in the opening round, and it was a barn burner, starting with field conditions, believe it or not. If we were running horses, it would be sloppy mm-hmm. today at Lancer Field. Wow. Uh, it was a back-and-forth, uh, fantastic outing by both of these teams. Scott Ballantyne uh, got the Andrean 59ers on the board. They converted two points, 11-8 to eight in the second half. An interception for LaVille kept them out of the um, out of the end zone to try and go ahead. And then it was just back and forth. Cody Allen, another phenomenal outing for that young man for LaVille. Over 100 yards, including two touchdowns. Valentine to Logan Urbaniak for Andrean converts a two-point and then another one. A little bit of controversy at the end. There was some clock management issues and miscommunications Mm. between the officials and the home crew. Uh, So that was probably the longest 30 seconds of my life in terms of game time. But (laughs) Deville hanging on, 25-23. They will face – actually, I don't know who's next. Uh, It's been a confusing and kind of crazy evening for us. But first time beating Andrean for Laville. Well, that's quite an accomplishment. LaVille ranked number four uh, in uh, 
in two A. So take me through those last few minutes when you're talking about uh, miscommunication. Uh, Laville has a lead that they hang on at the end. Yeah. So uh, with. Uh, at the end of the game, Andrean attempted the onside kick. LaVille was able to recover it. Uh, and then Lucas Plummer, uh, we were driven to a four, uh, fourth down situation. Lucas Plummer kicked, misses, uh, attempts a field goal, misses, gets hit, called for roughing the kicker. And then in the last couple of minutes uh, to focus what we were doing, uh, LaVille has the ball. LaVille uh, has the ball with about 1 minute 37 seconds, a turnover on downs for Andrean. And then mm-hmm. it kind of all got went wrong. There, uh, Andrean used their timeout. Uh, the clock mm. continued to run. Their last mm-hmm. timeout for Andrean. Uh, clock continued to run, and uh, they added some time. But then when LaVille snapped the ball again, they downed the ball, just a quarterback keeper by Logan Plummer. The officials right. stopped the clock again. There were no timeouts by Andrean. There was, as best as we could tell, no signal from either sideline. So that turned into, uh, I'm not kidding, Coach, probably about eight or nine minutes of back-and-forth <laughs> oh, yeah. discussions right. Uh, right. in terms of what happened. So uh, right. I wish I had more details than that, but LaVille was able no, no, to hang on to it, and uh, right. that's where we're at. So it's a uh, you know it's a, a momentous night obviously for Laville you know it's kind of you know, there's plenty of football to be played but it caps off a, a great run they've 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 had a tremendous season with this bunch absolutely a tremendous year you know there was some talk around the area maybe not within our program but this is going to be a rebuilding year losing some of our senior class from last year but other than a loss in the regular season to Knox down the road who by the way hung 40 points in their Mm. sectional game this evening you know other than that loss this is a team that I think could make a very deep run in the postseason and getting past Andrean kind of the vibe in the uh, stadium tonight coach was like 2021 when LaVille beat Pioneer for the first time and I think nine right. tries. Right. We climbed the mountain. We got past it. I don't think we should discount anyone in this section, although, I mean, you've said it many times and many of our constituents have said anyone can beat anyone when it comes sure. to sectional football. Sure. LaVille over Andrean tonight, 25-23, the final. Matthew Florian from LVH1. Matthew, thanks. It's been a crazy night. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks for doing what you do, Coach. You're welcome. Thanks for the kind words. Coming up, top of the hour. No, we got a short break. Top of the hour scoreboard updates a few minutes away. Don't want to get ahead. We'll come back, talk more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight. Scottsburg, 13-0 winners over North Harrison from WKLO. David Deaton. David, great, great win for Scottsburg. Obviously, uh, for you and your listeners, disappointing night for North Harrison. But this is a Scottsburg team that has just uh, had a wonderful, wonderful season, and it continues for them tonight. Yeah, and Coach, it was a history-making win for the Warriors tonight. It was the first time they've ever won a sectional game in their football program's history. They never made the tournament back in the 70s and 80s, and they played their first sectional game in 2017. They had not been able to break through, and then tonight they finally did it, and they did it behind a stiff defense. Their head coach, Kyle Mullins, has been the head coach since they brought their program back in 2015. 
He is the guy who calls the defense for the Warriors, and his guys were locked in, held North Harrison to 134 yards. And I know the Cougars don't make excuses, but the reality right. is they did have some injuries tonight. That helped. But you know, give give Scottsburg the, the credit. Their coaching staff and their players did a fantastic job tonight. Their kicker, Lucas Topi, makes a couple of field goals, one in the first quarter off their first drive, and then he makes another one late, a 38- and 37-yard field goal. And then the only touchdown comes in the third quarter with 441 to go as their sophomore quarterback, Nathan Bird, finds one of their senior receivers, Langdon Holbrook, for a 32-yard touchdown off a screen pass. And North Harrison just never could get anything going. Run game struggled all night. And for Scottsburg, too, Landon Shuck, their sophomore running back, goes for 165 yards in the win. So exciting night for a, for the Scottsburg fans. Disappointing end for North Harrison. They finished 6-4, and four, but fifth winning season in the last seven years. And so now for Scottsburg, they're on to the semifinals next week. They've got Salem on the road, a game that they played back in week three at Salem mm-hmm. and won 29-15. to So it's a rivalry, the Highway 56 rivalry between the Warriors and the Lions. So they'll meet in the top half next week, bottom half of the bracket. Heritage Hills goes to Southridge. And so the Pocket Athletic Conference in the lower half of the bracket and the Mid-Southern Conference in the top half of the bracket in sectional 32. Should I even have a show next week? Since uh, you, you're you're not going to be called, you're not even going to have a game next week, are you? Unfortunately, no. Because Corridan losing to Southridge tonight ended our football season. But we only have a couple weeks until girls basketball starts. Our first right, game is right. two weeks from tomorrow on November fourth. So I won't be away too long. But I'll be back with Indiana okay. Sports Talk. Hopefully, when All girls right. basketball season gets started here, I, I will. I will try my best to muddle through without you. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you'll be fine. I, I'm no not doubt. sure. I'm not sure how I'll do it, but I'll do my best. How's that sound? <laughs> I right. think you'll do just Our fine, con- Coach. You got plenty uh, of great broadcasters. Uh, appreciate it, David Deaton from WKLO. Historic night for Scottsburg. They win their first sectional championship. Thirteen nothing winners over North Harrison. David, thank you. Enjoy the time off, and uh, we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Thanks so much. That's that's an impressive story for Scottsburg. I mean, it really, truly is. That's great stuff. Coming up, more football, more high school football. We'll talk college football tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk.